0: And welcome to this edition of the KTH 910 AM interview of the week here on the Guadalupe Radio Network here in North Texas. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thank you for your suggestions for topics for this program. And uh, thank you for your support of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Uh, the whole purpose of this show is to highlight the good things, uh, things that you may not be aware of that are happening right here in North Texas. And I'm delighted to have two wonderful ladies in studio with me. Uh, we have uh, the Regional Manager of uh, Decided Excellence, which uh, you'll hear more about during this interview, of course. Her name is Shannon mcgraw Carr. She lives in Houston, but she's here today, and uh, she manages a swath of the United States involving... Including Texas and Louisiana and other parts as well, and uh, we also have in studio Doreen Cheney, who is publisher of the uh, the the soon to be. Uh, publication that is going to be in Keller, uh, Texas, uh, right where St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Parish is in Keller. And so d- excited to hear more about this. And you're likely as a listener thinking, you know, I, I'm not familiar with this. I haven't heard of this uh, publication, these magazines. Uh, so stay tuned and you're going to hear all about it. So welcome to both of you. Thank you for being yeah,
1: thank here. Thank you, Dave, so much.
0: And uh, let me start with you, Shannon, uh, regional manager. Um I guess the the most the, the basic question is uh, what is Decided Excellence and what are these publications? So just, just kind of give us a bird's eye view of uh, what, sure. what this is all about.
1: Absolutely, Decided Excellence Catholic Media. We are the fastest growing private niche magazine in the United States. So we are a magazine that goes out specifically benefiting um, you know local parishes. It's instead of doing just your neighborhood where where um, each publisher is doing a publication that benefits the parish or possibly parishes within a geographical area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, for instance, like Doreen is coming out with uh, Parish Neighbors of Keller Magazine. And so that benefits, what parish does that benefit St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Uh Catholic Church. Excellent. So, big,
0: big parish. Right,
1: right. And so, um, you know, we've, we've been out for about six years, um, actually almost seven years. And with Doreen's publication, now we have 69 publications across the United States. Um, you know, our reach is growing. In fact, just yesterday with some of my own publications, I added new addresses. So it's a requested magazine. Um, and right now we're reaching over 185,000 homes per month, Mm. you know, making that over 2 million, you know, per year. So, um, what's beautiful about our publication is that, you know, it benefits the parish. It benefits the Catholic community. Um, and we're bringing local, business in within our niche and so in my for instance you know I have two publications in the Houston area um starting a third and benefiting three different parishes just within my own reach, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's an evangelization tool that goes into homes that maybe some of them aren't able to come to mass, you know, especially with what happened with the pandemic. Yeah. There are some that still don't feel comfortable going into the, you know, parishes. And so this is a great tool for them to still feel connected to their parish. And so it's a great evangelization tool and and it's helping local businesses also, you know, have a reach for themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. What is your background professionally? Did, have you been in publishing and newspapers or some other field, or, I have or what a have you journalism
1: done? Journalism major from Good yeah. SFA, Nacogdoches, right? I yeah. am um, an author. I have three books out. I'm on the founder of Hopeful Hearts Ministry. Okay. We'll be celebrating. 10 years in January. It's a 501c3. So I've spoken all over. Um, I've spoken at two World Youth Days, one in Madrid, one in Sydney, um, and I used to speak with the Steubenville Youth Conferences for oh, about wow. five years. Wow! So okay. I'm kind of all over the place. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and this is, uh, you know, you said Decided Excellence Catholic Media. This is very Catholic. So the the, 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 the topics, the subjects uh, uh, have a very Catholic angle to them. So what, what is kind of the, the bar that you set in that regard? For-
1: Definitely. The content that we have is based off of, and it's, there's a national content that you'll see within each magazine, you know, depending on the size of the magazine, which depends on the sponsors, the wonderful sponsors that we have, um, is the articles. But we have Bishop Barron, who writes an article every month. Um, Scott Hahn, who's a well-known Catholic author, um, will do like a Sunday reflection. We have the Sunday Gospels every month. That's every four weeks of the Gospels. And that's a great, Um, spot in that magazine, um, just bringing that aspect. I know that um, I love it when my magazine ends up with a crossword (laughs) puzzle, (laughs) (laughs) but we'll do the saint of the month. We, um, you know, the Pope's intentions, every article deals with something to that aspect. But the beautiful thing that designates each publication for itself. So for instance, for Doreen's publication, As she continues to grow, she'll be able to highlight nonprofits in the area. She can highlight, uh, you know, different. Aspects of what's happening within the Keller area, and as she grows into other magazines, you know, whatever that other—I know, I think she's looking at South Lake, mm-hmm. so maybe doing some things with the South Lake yeah. area.
0: Yeah. So, so uh, approximately half of the magazine um, local and half national, or is there any kind of uh, breakdown, or is it dependent sure, from it's, magazine to honestly,
1: magazine? Honestly, it's really up to the publisher. Yeah. So, um, it would be Doreen and, and what kind of articles that she'd be able to gather. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of us, we love Bishop Barron, yeah, right? And yeah. I wouldn't want to not have his article in the magazine, but she could say, you know what? I want to have all local content and I'm fine with not having so Bishop Barron's t- article. she has total
0: autonomy to do what right, she wants, she does. right? She okay. is
1: the publisher of this publication. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: Oh, wow, well, that's, wow. What a what a lofty title there, Doreen. Let me ask <laughs> you uh, uh, one more question. You're probably looking for publishers, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And so tell us a little <laughs> bit about... Uh, what kind of person you're looking for? Is it part-time, full-time? Is this the kind of thing you can make a, a living off of? Or You know, so that, that what kind of prerequisites you're looking for? That kind of thing.
1: Right. So, you know, we like to call this an opportunity. Um, it is... Y'all be, I'm going to be very honest, it is a full commission type job. So those that I have seen do well, and so this is who I look for, are those that have a heart for ministry, yeah. who have a heart for that outreach and wanting to have something behind them that they can believe in. Yeah. Um, you know, being Catholic to me is very important (laughs) Mm because you're going to be representing your Catholic community. Um, As far as doing this part-time, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. So Mm -hmm. we have deacons that have their publications and obviously they're doing their deacon role and then they're having their publication for their parish. Um, We have some that are retired, you know, men and women who have lived a full life of 30, 40 years in the business world. They're living on retirement, but, you know, they want something else to do. Mm-hmm. And so they do very well with what they're doing. I myself am not retired. This is my job. And, um, you know, I made my goals. And I have a very good living doing this. And what's beautiful about it is that I'm still in my – I've always done ministry work. So this still contributes to that ministry work and being able to provide for my family in a way that honestly working within a Catholic Group, I've never really been able to do this way before, yeah. and it helps me benefit the nonprofit. Then that I am still running yeah. to this day.
0: So. so somebody may say, "Oh my goodness, this is a magazine, and there's layout, and there's photography, and there's writing, and uh, you know, uh, you know, looking for sponsors and fundraising, you know, and and there, there, there's a lot, a lot of things." And so, it, does the person have anybody helping them, or is it kind of a one-person show, it's or what? A team. Okay, we
1: are a family, actually. Yeah. At decided X. Catholic media. I mean, we are a team. We have um, a whole office based out of Wisconsin. You get your designer assigned to you when you're a publisher, you know, you do have to find a content coordinator, which is a very, very, very part time position, but somebody that's kind of your right hand man that may like to write and, and knows the parish that mm. works, you know, to put the parish life in there, what's going on in the community. Um but you it's to me in some ways it's like buying into a franchise but you're not paying anything
0: yeah right yeah, right so
1: I'm not having to put any money into it. Um, we do in the beginning of the magazine, you have to reach a black line that's what supports people Putting that magazine into print, so you don't make anything for that first few months as you're as you're getting your sponsorship, um, and then as soon as it goes into print, you keep getting other sponsorship, and that's when you start, mm-hmm. you know, making a commission.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, uh, Shannon McGraw Carr, Regional Manor, Manager, Decided Excellence Catholic Media, and uh, good overview there. And so let's bring uh, Doreen Cheney into the conversation. Uh, she is. Uh, publisher of the publication out of Keller, Texas. And so, Doreen, uh, welcome, and uh, tell us, tell us kind of where you are with this, because I think the first publication comes out January, this the next month, right? Yes,
2: and first, I, I want to thank you, Dave, for having Shannon and I on the show. I uh, didn't want to interrupt earlier. Um, it's a pleasure to be here and see you again. And uh, yes, our magazine, or the one I have, it will be called The Keller Parish Neighbors, uh, that one will be coming out here in January of 2022. We're really excited. Um, also, I'll be launching a magazine in Southlake, uh, which will benefit the Good Shepherd Catholic Church. And yeah. that'll be coming out sometime next year. And uh, we're super, super excited uh, to bring the faith and the word to... Uh, the communities and to get people back to mass because a lot of people, I think after, uh, the virus and COVID, they're still hesitant mm-hmm. to come back to mass. I still see, I see numbers increasing. Um, but I do see a lot of people that I think have kind of fallen away. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also seen some Catholics that were former Catholics. I've met them and they tell me I was Catholic formerly and I really enjoy evangelizing to them and finding out why they did leave the church and trying to encourage them to come back to the Catholic faith. Yeah,
0: can you tell us uh, a little bit about yourself? Because I'd ask Shannon about you know who's the the, the kind of the, the typical person that might take this on. Well, here you are. You're somebody that decided to do this. What's your background and why why did you decide to to, to be a publisher?
2: Yes, Dave, and thank you. And I must say that the training is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, you do not have to have experience uh i had no experience publishing um i was formerly i started out at mary Kay cosmetics i did programming i've done writing in the past i've done marketing uh but when i came on board i got amazing training amazing support uh, encouragement prayer every day which i love they start out with prayer we have training calls um Everyone I've worked with on the team is there for me all the time, day mm-hmm. and night. It's amazing. And yes, we are like our own family.
0: Yeah, so um, I think Shannon had mentioned uh, this was kind of on a, uh, uh, you, you know, people asked to be put on the list. You don't just kind of send it out indiscriminately. <laughs> so how are you building up your list and how big is it now and how is it just, you know, if you live, let's say somebody lives in Plano and they for whatever reason they, they want the Keller paper, can they get it or do you need to be in a particular region or, or what?
2: Uh, yes, they can. And all of us uh, publishers, we all work together to help yeah. each other. Um, that's another thing I love about DE is we're very bonded in that we do help each other. If I do not have the territory that a client or potential sponsor is interested in, then we will work to get them into the, another publication.
0: Okay, so mm-hmm. if somebody says, hey, I live in Keller, we have a lot of listeners in Keller, and they want to be on the list to get that first one in January, Can they? what should they do? Do they email you directly, or, or how do they sign up?
2: Uh, yes, they can email me. Now, this time, this magazine is going to print in January, but yes, yeah. they can either call me um, or email me. My email is d. dchaney, and that's C-H-A-N-A-Y, at
0: I bet no one's ever misspelled your last name. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, so how how are you doing with uh, sponsorships? I'm sure you could always use more. If somebody's listening right now and would like to advertise in the uh, in in the, in the the publication. Is there still time for January, or can they look to February, or what? They can look
2: to February and beyond. Uh, As I said, we are getting ready to go to print. Very excited, so we do have that deadline. We do need sponsors. We have a parishioner family feature that comes out each month where the family's nominated on the cover. Um, We have a recipe sponsor that I would absolutely love to fill. Mm-hmm. I'm so surprised that it's not uh been filled yet. Um a restaurant can take that. They can provide their own recipe if they'd like each month. Um that's red kept, shared. People don't even want to throw away the recipes. Yeah. Um but yes, we I'm really excited to announce we have pregnancy help for you that uh, nonprofit that recently partnered with us. Oh, okay. Um so I, I have a love and a passion for nonprofits. I really want to help them out and promote awareness of all kinds of nonprofits. profits
0: Yeah. As, uh, we mentioned St. Elizabeth and Seton a couple of times in Keller and big parish, great pastor, mm-hmm. Father Flynn. How, how do you, um, what's the interaction between the parish and, uh, how involved are they or do they need to be or, or, or what, 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 um, Uh, you know, what kind of contacts have you made within the parish?
2: Right. Well, the parish, um, they're, they've gotten more excited as time goes, has gone on since they haven't seen the magazine. Um, at first initially I didn't get too much excitement about it. Now that they're seeing it come to fruition and the cover and seeing all the excitement, um, they're really all on board with it. Father Flynn has the first letter in our magazine and we're just so excited about Mm. that
0: too. Seems like, uh, creativity would be a good quality for uh, a publisher or somebody that can Think, uh, you know outside the box and think of some ideas. You got to also probably be a people person because you got to reach out and find, find folks that can be highlighted. So um, what's, a, what's like a typical... You know, strategy for you to, to to find those families to feature or to find stories to feature and you know wh- wh- how do you how do you do that?
2: What we do, Dave is actually first, I reached out to some of the families that I knew. After that, I asked Father Flynn or the developmental director at the school if there is a family that they would like to nominate to tell their story. And to inspire others. So basically, uh, they can be nominated by me or they can be nominated by someone at the parish.
0: Okay. And, um, we are speaking to Dreen Chaney, publisher. Uh, now I see on your, um, your emails, it says building brands, telling stories to thousands. Uh, what, what are those? To have to do with telling
2: uh, stories to thousands is we love to evangelize.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: that is one of the big tools that you know we're out there to evangelize, promote the mission of the magazine is to promote God's word and get people back to church. So we're all about uh, telling stories and uh, comparisons. Uh, we like to teach branding. Uh, a lot of companies don't understand what branding is, and so we have lots of stories that we love to tell about how that works and how we can help them.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shannon was talking about how it's really up to you as a publisher to decide, you know, a lot of autonomy, what part of it is mm-hmm. going to be local and which part is national. Have you made those decisions yet? Or I guess you can yeah, kind of call audibles and pivot from month to month. Or do you, do you feel like you really wanted a lot of local information and or keep a lot of the national or all the above?
2: Well, I would have to say all of the above. And I did want to mention that I would love to have Bishop Barron in there every single month. I know Shannon was talking about that That was my choice. Uh, I would like to keep it very Catholic, um, but also very local as well. I have the Keller City Chamber of Commerce uh, in our magazine as well, and they are going to be listing their local events, as is the church.
0: Yeah, and you said the mayor of Keller is excited about this, right? Mayor Keller
2: is excited. He wants his copy. (laughs) Now, he goes to a different parish, however he can be on the list. He can just email me. I will put him on the list. He'll get the magazine for free.
0: Okay, Mm -hmm. and and what is the status on? Uh, you said South Lake, and that must also include Collieville, because you said Good Shepherd Parish, right? It so does. Is that South Lake? Uh, I mean, that's that's a we we have so many uh, listeners, so much support from that uh, that region. Sure. Well, yeah, I, I think you said several months away. What what is your target date for that? Uh,
2: target date for that is going to be the spring or the summer it depends on how quickly we obtain sponsors Mm -hmm. Um, we've already gotten several sponsors right now so we're about a third of the way there um so i would say the earliest would be the spring but more likely it could be the summer
0: okay but uh keller has reached what does she call it the black line
2: or has reached their black line however the magazine will continue to grow and we want it to thrive because the more sponsors we get the more content we can put in there Yeah, Um, yeah more uh Catholic content, and uh, we would love to also um, get these businesses to want to help out with the nonprofits, get mm-hmm. them involved in the community and, and philanthropy.
0: Yeah, and um, the, the, the first one again, the Keller uh, Parish Neighbors, is coming out in January, and if you want it, you can uh, contact Doreen Chaney directly, dchaney at decidedexcellence.com. D and then C-H-A-N-A-Y at decidedexcellence.com and then you can just uh, keep getting it. And, uh, you know, if I was listening and I was thinking about, eh, maybe I can be a publisher, I, one of the questions I would have is, and I know Shannon said, you know, the more you put into it, the, the more you're going to get out, but how many hours a week or a day are you working five days a week, seven days a week, uh, 40 hours a week? Uh, how, how much time are you putting into this?
2: I'm actually working 40 hours a week, yeah. but it's all that's really necessary. But because I enjoy what I'm doing and I have a passion for it, I feel actually find myself working more than Mm -hmm. 40 hours it's only required 40 hours but it's so joyful to bring joy to others and just to help these people that um i i know i'm working over 40 hours Mm -hmm. but it's not required
0: yeah does um do you try to do one per parish or let's say somebody wanted to do arlington now arlington's Mm -hmm. got six catholic churches Mm -hmm. would you need to split up arlington uh, or you're not doing it necessarily by city. You're doing it by region. Obviously, there's more than one in Dallas or, or Fort Worth. Correct. So how, how is that geographical area kind of split up?
2: Uh, well, because St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Catholic Church is such a large parish, they yeah. they do have their own magazine. We do list neighboring parishes. Um, if there's a town that has several churches in the town or surrounding, it's up to the publisher. They can actually put them in there as well and put their mass times, confession, and events as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, how good... Uh, do you have any other folks writing for you, or are you doing all the local writing? I know you've got the national stuff that comes to you, but, uh, you know, writing is a, is a, is a talent. Some people can write well, and so how, Do you consider yourself a good writer? Are you going to write your own stories? Or do you get some help from that? Or or how does that work? We'll
2: find out after the first publication.
0: (laughs) (laughs) After you get the feedback, right? You can critique
2: me. Yeah. Um, But I did write the publisher's note. I was inspired. Um, I did pray about it. What Mm -hmm. what to, you know, write that a particular month. Um, The articles, though, are actually written by our content facilitator. uh, And they actually are, uh, they send their resume. Uh, to Decided Excellence, along with two writing samples, uh, and they are given a questionnaire. They meet with the family, and um, then from there, they write a story. Yeah. So they actually write that. They write a professional spotlight story, which is a business that chooses to be in our spotlight twice a year throughout a 36-month campaign. Okay. And uh, those businesses get to educate and engage with the reader which builds credibility and trust. And so we're all about building credibility and trust and helping our sponsors out there in the community.
0: <laughs> Are you in need of any volunteers? Or can, can people volunteer and help out? Absolutely. Uh, okay. We would love
2: them to volunteer. And if they want to volunteer um, and just help us with getting the word out, help us making calls, um, that would be wonderful.
0: Yeah. And is there an electronic version of the uh, publication, or is it strictly print?
2: Uh, it's strictly print media. Okay. Um, at this point, it's not digital. Um, I must have to say, I did give a talk at the Keller Chamber, and I got quite a bit of attention when I started out saying, God is not dead, and print is not dead either.
0: <laughs> did they applaud?
2: <laughs> they did, yeah, and yeah. I got their attention, um, because a lot of businesses don't know what branding is. Yeah. They don't realize how it's a long-term strategy to build your image, your perception, uh, credibility out in the public, yeah. and also uh, print media is still one of the most trusted forms of medium out yeah. there.
0: Yeah, um, and yeah, I, th- I think it, is, and I, um, I think it's poised for a comeback because of a lot of the. Censorship and the things that are going on with mm-hmm. electronic media and the big companies and all that, Absolutely. and, and not, not to mention also, it's it's a local publication. It's, local publication. I, I think we spend mm-hmm. way too much time thinking about what's happening in Washington or even Austin or you know, all, uh, you know the 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 world and uh, you know what's happening in our neighborhood. I mean, what's what's the the the, the who, who owns the shop down the street? You know exactly. that kind of thing.
2: And what what is going on with our neighbor? And how can yeah. we help our neighbor? And how yeah. can we help our community? And how can the businesses get involved? And Actually, that corporate uh, philanthropy and and help out the community as well.
0: Yeah, so we are just about out of time. I've been speaking to Shannon McGraw Carr. She's regional manager of Decided Excellence Catholic Media, and also Doreen Chaney, who's a publisher of the Keller Parish neighbors uh, that is coming out in january 2022 for the first time and of course be going uh, from then out any last uh words for our listeners or anything else that they can do to help you or get involved
2: Yes, um, we would absolutely love for businesses to call us. Let us help you with your branding strategy. Um, even if you decide not to be in the magazine, we would just love to connect, find out how you can better help the community what we can do to just continue to make the world a better place and bring, uh, bring light out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's amen. exactly what
2: we want to do. And I do have to say, if you are not, uh, you know, if you're considering actually being a publisher and feel you don't have any experience, it's not necessary. I had no experience. Absolutely love the company and uh, feel it's one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life.
0: Yeah, all right. So. Well, our prayers go with you. Well, and you. Uh, congrats on this uh, exciting venture. And uh, if anybody would like to uh, know more about being a publisher or get involved in Keller or Lake or Colleyville, with the uh the publications that are coming out in twenty twenty two, you can contact Doreen Chaney directly, D Chaney at Decidedexcellence dot com, D C H A N A Y at DecidedExcellence dot com. And I should say we are working um officially with them and they're running spots to promote this station and we're gonna be you're gonna start hearing spots on the radio to promote uh the, the Keller. And uh, hopefully soon the the South Lake uh, publication as well. So, Doreen, thanks for coming in. Great, great to see you and uh, you, spend Dave. some time with you. Thank and you. And thanks also to Shannon McGraw Carr, uh, regional manager, for spending time with us as well, and to Cecil uh, for running the board and uh, producing this program. This has been the KTH nine ten a.m. interview of the week. And again, if you have suggestions for future programs, we love to you know, hear from you and what's going on and who we can interview next, go ahead and email me directly, Dave Palmer at com. Have a great rest of your weekend. God bless you. Thanks for listening. The 2022 Guadalupe Radio Network car raffle season is officially over as the winner of the 2022 Mercedes-Benz GLA 250 was drawn live on the air and our social media platforms on Friday morning. Congratulations to Clarissa Gonzalez, the winner of the Mercedes-Benz. All of us here at KTH 910 AM are very grateful for everyone who purchased raffle tickets this year. You are the reason we're able to broadcast the beauty of our Catholic faith every day here on this station. God bless you. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the KTH 910 AM Interview of the Week here on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. I'm Dave Palmer, Executive Director here at the station. Cicel is our North Texas assistant, and she is running the board for this program, so thanks to her. And, you know, the Interview of the Week, we do a lot of different things. We talk about events that are coming up. We talk about uh, parishes and diocesan groups and synods and all kinds of fun stuff, Every now and then, we like to, well, A, hear testimonies, and also, we like to introduce you to sponsors. And in this interview, I am going to introduce you to uh, one of our new sponsors. She's been a sponsor before, and now she has returned. Her name is Esther Fernandez, and uh, she is a realtor. And so she's in the real estate industry, and you likely have heard her spots in her voice that are running on this station on a regular basis. And we're always very grateful for the sponsors. And uh, in addition to being a sponsor, Esther is also a very, very dedicated volunteer uh, for Guadalupe Radio Network, especially on the Spanish side. And so uh, I'm grateful for that. She's a parishioner at Holy Spirit Parish in Duncanville. And so we'll talk a little little bit about that as well. So we're going to get to know Esther Fernandez uh, during these next 20 minutes. So uh, welcome. Thanks for being here.
3: Well, thank you, Dave. Good to be here.
0: All right. So, where do we start? Are you a cradle Catholic? Yeah, yes, I am. Grow up yes, in sir. Texas, or I, uh, what? What about you? Where Where were you, did you grow up?
3: Well, I grew up here in Dallas. Uh, I I've been Catholic all my life. My yeah. so I come from a Catholic background. Yeah.
0: Catholic schools or public, or how? What was your education?
3: No, I went to Catholic. Uh, I'm sorry, I went to Dallas ISD okay. school. So. yeah. But my daughter went to Catholic school from pre K four. Through high school. Oh, did she? Right. Yes. Which one did she go to? Well, she started at St. Cecilia here in Dallas.
0: Yeah.
3: And she went one year to St. Mark's in Plano and graduated from Bishop Lynch.
0: Mm. Oh, cool. And I think she's 24 now, right? She's
3: 24 years <clears throat> old.
0: That's that's neat. I know that's a sacrifice uh, uh, in a many ways to, 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 to send a child to, to Catholic schools. I'm a product of Catholic school education myself. And have you always been in your faith? Uh, have you know you ever have, have any reversion experiences or has it been pretty steady uh, as far as your faith walk?
3: I've always been very faithful. Uh, thanks to my grandmother. I always, when I had problems, we all go through problems in life. Yeah, I, I would always remember my grandmother saying um, that my body was God's temple. Yeah. And if I needed anything just to turn to God. So uh, I, uh, I always remember her words and I never left the faith.
0: Yeah. It's funny you say that. Sometimes I, my, my, my kids, my daughters will even make fun of me as I have these little things that I, I tell them. And even if at the time they're like, oh, dad's, you know, he's got his little sayings or this or that. It does stick with them. I mean, you, re- you remember what your grandmother yes. uh, taught you. So you had a good, good upbringing and, you know, they your parents took the faith seriously oh, as well. Oh yes,
3: my my dad would always get up every Sunday, and he, they would attend the seven o'clock mass. Yeah. And uh, since we had to go to CCD, they used to call it faith formation was CCD back then. Uh, we, ours was at 9.30, and the bus would come and pick us up. Uh, so we went to different times, but they always make sure we attended mass yeah. and attended CCD class. Seven's
0: too early for a kid. Yeah,
3: <laughs> We were still having breakfast, getting yeah, ready. Yeah, I
0: mean, to this day, if I go to a parish at 7 o'clock and do a parish talk or something, it's mostly older people. Yes. They, 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 they tend to not need as much sleep. But the kids, they like to sleep in. Uh, well, that's great. And have you always been in real estate? Or what other careers have you been in?
3: Well, I worked. I've had several jobs, but I started in real estate when my daughter uh, was going to start school, and I said, "How oh, how am I going to get her there? Go to work and get there on time, pick her up." Or so I started thinking about real estate, and that's when I decided to to start. So that was in two thousand. Uh, yeah, 2000, 2001. 2000, okay. And that allowed me to work and be part of her. Oh, in Catholic school, parents volunteer for everything, right? They need yeah. volunteers, so oh, yeah. I make sure it's I like was there. It's like mandatory,
0: right? Sort uh, number yeah, of hours? Yes, yeah. yes,
3: so many hours. So I would make sure I was there. I was the homeroom mom. I was the field trip mom. So I was there involved. for, yeah, really Well, involved. I'm
0: sure she appreciated that. Uh, so real estate it seems to me I've never done it professionally but it seems to me like it's obviously a you know a a lot goes into one sale and it's a it's a you know pretty decent payoff but it's uh it seems like a very challenging profession, very competitive, a lot of people are in it, but uh have you enjoyed it uh, being in the real estate industry?
3: Yes, it's very challenging, I think because um I believe since like you said you don't get paid immediately. Yeah. So you have to be good managing your money and managing your time. So uh it's very competitive also. So yes, I do enjoy I I enjoy that challenge and I also enjoy the time, that my time can be flexible.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, you have to be a people person, don't you? Yes, You have yes. to like people because it's all dealing with people.
3: Oh, you got to be nice with people. Just smile <laughs> and say, yeah, I, I understand. I yeah. understand.
0: What about the training process?
3: Uh, the training process, it's very important. I went to um, a junior college here in Irving. Yeah. That's where I took my classes and... And then after that, I went to a broker that had, um, mini training there too yeah. for new, for newcomers. Thank God. Uh, I was there for a year. And after that, I moved on to, to another broker that gave me a better cut.
0: Yeah. Esther Fernandez is a realtor. She's a sponsor here on the station. We'll give you her contact information of how <clears throat> you can get a hold of her. Um, yeah, if you're buying or selling or you just want some advice or, you know, she, she has a lot of different services that she can, uh, provide. Right now, how would you describe the market right now seems to be a seller's market? Yes. The, the, the prices in DFW have just been skyrocketing. It's amazing how much they've gone up um is that good or bad from a realtor standpoint
3: um both i guess yeah uh, it's bad because uh there's not too many houses out there and you're struggling or the buyers are struggling there's a big uh competition uh it's still good cuz we're still selling yeah it hasn't stopped uh the houses are still selling we're still during the pandemic uh, we thought it was going to slow down for us, but um, our lobbyist got together with the governor and we were declared um, essential workers. Yeah. Yeah. So we were not out People of work. People need
0: houses. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty essential.
3: Yeah. So we were not we were not out of work. or So yeah. it's been good. It's yeah, been good. It wasn't
0: like the bars and the restaurants right, that they just that feel we had like, to okay, close. we're just going to shut them mm. down. Churches. Yeah. That's yes, true. <laughs> apparently not essential. Um and so the, 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 the North Texas is pretty hot right now, isn't it? Yes. seems like everybody's moving here from California
3: from is, everywhere.
0: Yeah. But are, 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 is there enough houses to, I guess that's one of the things that's driving up the, all the prices is that there's, there's more demand than there is inventory, right? Right. Yeah.
3: Everywhere in the North Texas area.
0: Right, right. So how do you, other than running spots on Catholic radio, how do you find your leads or how do people find out about you?
3: well mostly through um referrals yeah um, that's all i do the the radio station I get, I would say 90% of my clients come from the radio station. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. From the Spanish radio station. <coughs> oh.
0: <laughs> well, after this <laughs> interview. After- I'm
3: near today. No, that's <laughs> all right. After
0: this interview, we're going to get some, some English uh, language calls. Okay. So let, let's, uh, let's stop down because we're about halfway through the interview. What is your contact information so people can call you and, uh, and hopefully if they're, you know, buying or selling, they can, they can utilize your services. How, how do they get a hold of you?
3: Sure. My number's 214. Okay. Eight four five one seven five three. Okay. That's two one four eight four five one seven five three.
0: All right. Everybody heard what she said. She's getting a lot. Ninety percent of her business is from Catholic Radio. But then the next part was it's all from Spanish. Which is good. I mean we're we're glad you're getting a lot of Spanish. Uh uh, and I mean, you have more to do with that station. I mean, right, but but also, yeah, you be, yeah, and, and, but it's it's going to come. You're going to get, a, in fact, you're going to get a call on the basis of this interview. I'm pretty certain. I'm going to ask you here in a week if if that actually happened. How does uh, how does your Catholic faith kind of influence or or impact your your the way you conduct your business?
3: Well, as a good question, um, when people call me, they they uh, tell me. I heard your name on the Catholic radio station, and that's the reason I'm calling you because I have more faith in you. I know you're going to be honest, and you're going to help me.
1: Yeah. So
3: uh, it makes me feel good that they have that uh, uh, trust in me uh, because they heard me on the Catholic radio
0: station. Mm -hmm. And in, in the real estate business, Whenever a house is sold or purchased, there's a lot of different people involved. It's not just the realtor; you got to have the, the loan officer and the title person. How many different, you know, how, how many different cooks are in that kitchen, so to speak, to, in order to? There's, it, I guess it's probably better that way. It can't just be one person doing everything, but you got to work with a lot of different businesses, don't you?
3: Right. You, you need to. Well, they need to work with the inspector with uh with the lender with the title company um even though they never see the appraiser, they still need to the house needs to be appraised so yeah. yes a
0: lot of people a lot of people let me ask you about your your volunteering because uh-huh. you've always blown me away on you know we in fact this week as of this recording, there's a Spanish radiothon going on, and you're you're like you're here all the time. I mean, there have been Spanish radiothons where you, you were here for four days, 12 hours a day. I mean, on the English side, we always have volunteers, but we don't have anybody like that. In fact, I don't even know of anybody that comes in maybe, maybe two days, but very rarely. So it's rare for anybody to come in two days or two shifts, much less eight shifts, the whole week. So why, why, um, I mean, that's like above and beyond. Well, what <laughs> motivates you to be such an amazing volunteer? Cause that's, that's a lot of time.
3: Well, for one thing, it makes me feel good. Yeah. Um, I it, it all started when my my daughter started Catholic school and and I started volunteering there. And it's always there's always volunteer for this, sell tickets, um, whatever. There's yeah. always a, a great need of, uh, of volunteers in the Catholic schools. And after she graduated, I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? So, um, I have more time now. That she's 24 and she went to college, so uh, I think that's where it all started. Volunteer, mm-hmm. I started volunteering.
0: But <clears throat> in your industry, though, if somebody calls you and says, "Hey, I need to see a house this afternoon," I mean, you pretty much have to pick up and go, right? Is uh, it? It's it's one of those those kind of. It's almost like a. OBGYN when the woman, when it's time for the baby to come, they got to go. I mean, maybe that's a bad comparison. but
3: Well, <laughs> well nowadays we, we pre-qualify the person yeah. uh, and uh, for our sake, for our safety. We make sure they're pre-qualified. Because, yeah. uh, yes, you may get a lot of calls, but we have to make sure that that buyer is ready and is pre-qualified. Yeah. So that when I get calls when I'm in the radiothon... I either do that or I I tell my buyers in advance or my sellers hey I'm going to be at the Radiothon. Yeah. if it's an emergency you can text me and then I'll call you back.
0: Right. So right. that's how I handle. Cuz sometimes you have to show even to one particular client 10 uh, 10 parts. houses and they right. may still not right. need to buy anything. Yes. So it's a, so you got to have a lot of patience, don't you? Oh yes. Uh when you're doing it uh uh Esther Fernandez is a realtor, her phone number 214-845 one seven five three two one four eight four five one seven five three, 214 uh, parishioner at Holy Spirit Parish in Duncanville. And you've been there for a long time? Yes. Did I miss the, miss the phone number?
3: No, no, no. Oh, oh, no. The, yeah, the number is fine. I, I just wanted to, uh, mention something about my parish. Yeah. Uh, I love my parish. I believe, well, for one thing, it's very diverse. Yeah. It is one of, and I, that's what I love about, uh, the Catholic Church. But, um, it's a very diverse if you haven't been to Holy Spirit, I invite you to go visit us. Uh and also our community, Duncanville. It is beautiful. If you're not familiar with Duncanville Duncanville, I invite you to come and visit us. Uh the houses, David, are more reasonable in Duncanville <laughs> than in other areas. So if you're looking for a house you, you somewhere else... You say that
0: like you don't think I believe you. <laughs> uh,
3: if, if you're looking for a house somewhere else, uh, you can buy a house with a pool or half an acre or something else and you would not find it anywhere else, trust me.
0: Yeah, talk talk about that because I I think what maybe you're implying by saying that is people think well I gotta be north of six thirty five or I gotta be in Plano or McKinney or Allen or Southlake or and there there is a lot of good there's, properties um south of even I-30, right?
3: Right. And there's a world out there besides in the north. Don't get me wrong. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and they're all ha- newer houses. They basically look the same. You're right there next to your neighbor or your neighbor's right next to you. And if you're looking for something different, if you're looking for, for a house that has some some space, and I'm talking about quarter acre, half an acre, or even an acre right behind yeah. our parish, right behind our parish. All those houses have one acres,
0: yeah, or yeah. half an
3: acre. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And that's only three hundred, three hundred and fifty thousand. Could you find a house like that somewhere else?
0: Right, right, with an it's acre rare. of land. But at the same time, the the market up north is pretty hot, hot. isn't it? Yeah. It's very what's, hot. What's what's the hot what, I mean if you I maybe if you had to say a couple of cities in all of North Texas, uh what, what what's really hot right now? Where are people trying to buy?
3: Well, the hottest spots uh as you've heard is um Frisco.
0: Frisco. Yeah. Uh,
3: Frisco and uh the one next to it Allen McKinney
0: Alan, um, um uh, the the county or uh Frisco gosh what is it uh the, the, <laughs> it's all that up there that's you where know, where the cowboys built and all, yes, all that yes, kind of stuff yes. yeah uh yeah it is it But is if pretty you're looking you, for you, a you just want to yeah, yeah
3: something more laid back uh hey i went to uh, between De Soto in Glen Heights. Some yeah. of you may not know where that is, but you see people in horseback riding in oh, the right. afternoon. Yeah. It's very it's country but not that country. So
0: But everywhere being... I mean I was out in Forney uh, not too long ago in that area, you know, out to the, the east and Rockwall and, you know, Wiley and, uh, or, you know, just, it's, it's just like the whole Metroplex. Everybody yes, wants to move here. Yes. And yes. it's, uh, it's good. I mean, it's yes. good in radio because the, the, the listening audience continues to grow. All right. Uh, Esther Fernandez is a realtor. Her phone number, 214-845-1753. 214-845-1753. And I want to echo what you said about Holy Spirit Parish. I don't have a lot of experience there, I've been there a number of times, but uh that parish, and even with different pastors, has always been very good to us they've always allowed us to come out like in January and February we like to visit parishes and sell raffle tickets and they have always been uh, very open open to it you um told me before we started recording that you're involved in a organization there called the Manta, the El manto or El, the mantle is that right
3: well this uh, this apostolate i i it's from the Spanish yeah. radio station that's where I learned from from uh, here, the group Martin and yeah. this group—it's uh, it's an apostolate for, that started in uh, in Mexico, and so it's uh, right now it's all over the world. And uh, they give us, well, certain people—you have to apply and then be granted the mantle of the Virgin of Guadalupe. Okay. So our job is to go uh, and help people promote the Rosary. Uh, and it's a beautiful, be- uh, beautiful ministry. And I just started last, last month and I did my first solo rosary. I went, I was invited to somebody's house and the lady said, 10 people are going to be there. When I got there, there were 35. people. Oh, really?
0: And you, and you were leading the rosary. <laughs> yes. So that's what you do. You go to people's houses. I go to people's and, houses. And, well, why? I'm, I'm trying to think why. I guess I'm trying to think how I phrase this. Why? Why you? Why don't they just pray it on their own? Or what? 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 Well, we what, bring, what do you add to it? We
3: bring the mantle. Okay. We bring the okay. mantle. Yeah. And um, we uh, drape it over people that want to say their petitions under the mantle. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is it a blessed mantle? Or, yes. Yes. Okay.
3: This was a proof. Okay. So this lady in Mexico named Nati De Anda had these visions. And she went to the priest and, well, what does this mean? The priest said, well, ask the virgin what she, what she wants from you. So it was, uh, I want you to promote the mantle, the rosary, yeah. because uh, uh, it's needed in this world. So um, she, he had to get the approval from the bishop. The bishop went to, got it approved from the Vatican. And uh, and it started in 2013, mm-hmm. and it came over here to to United States, and we're trying to no. promote people <clears throat> yeah. to, to yeah. pray the rosary. Uh, my grand, I'm going back to my grandmother. My grandmother yeah. used to pray the rosary every single day, and we used to love going to visit her because she would have her altar at home and all these candles. She would turn the lights off, and all these candles were there. Yeah. and It was a good memory. So uh, that's what she wants us to do, to continue praying at home. Yeah. So make it a daily thing.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, And I I learned early on is that if you have kids, especially young kids, start it early. Because it's kind of hard to sit, start it like when they're high school age, you know, but if they're used to doing it their whole life, mm-hmm. then it's just, uh, you know, we, we thanks be to God, have gotten into the habit of praying the evening rosary and the kids just know that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, they, that is so neat. And I, I love that, this story about your grandma. I interviewed somebody the other day whose mother taught him the Our Father and the Hail Mary prayers. And he said he still remembers it so vividly. He remembers the room. He remembers exactly, you know, and and it stuck with him. And it, so it's it's a good... You know, lesson for all of us parents and grandparents out there. Um, we're just about out of time, but I do want to, um, have you give just an appeal to the people that are listening out there because we want them to call what 214-845-1753 and talk to Esther Fernandez. She's a realtor. She's a sponsor on this station. We appreciate it very much. Uh, you've hopefully heard her spots. And, um, how, how, you know, I guess who, who is, who's the, the, the the perfect person to call you up if they're just like I, I think I may want to buy I don't know what level of you know commitment should they have and how ready should they be to to buy or you know who should be calling you right now?
3: Well, if you're thinking about um, if you're thinking that about uh, moving up, let's say you're you're uh, when you got the house, you it was just you and your wife or as a couple and you had small children and now you need more room. Well maybe it's time to sell that house and, and get you a bigger house or it could be the opposite if your children are grown and now you need a smaller space a smaller house well it's time to do a get you a smaller house
0: Yeah I find a lot of people that I talk to <clears throat> are are wanting to move out of the city and move maybe to a place where there's some water or a lake <laughs> yeah out of the the main city out of dallas or even out of plano or you know richardson what about um, you know lakeside you know places where they can you know their backyard could you know go right into a lake and have a Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Catholic radio for your soul in North Texas. Heard also on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.